0: I was going to say, um, I can't
1: imagine saying, babe, I'm going to go and be a resident in Ibiza. Yeah, it doesn't surrounded
0: work. By it just doesn't work. Did you try saying that? Or no?
1: um, People don't remember you for how you look, how you speak, mm, how you smell. Yeah. They remember
2: how you made them feel. If you need to spend six hours making a proposal that is shit hot and is going to get you that job, spend those six hours. Being your authentic
1: self in any situation is always going to give, not might not give you the best
2: turnout, but it always gives you... The real one. Yeah, if I'm going ahead and you know saying yes to those temptations every one of those times. Where is that gonna get me? Into a hole six foot deep.
0: What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Grooms Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Tall Property Group. And if you're looking for somewhere to stay in Manchester, make sure that you click the links in the description. Enjoy the episode. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Grooms Podcast, episode forty-one. Hey home. Yeah, we've been working. <laughs> Motherfucker.
2: <laughs> Yeah, bro, would you like to introduce yourself? Got a special guest on today. Um, so, I'm Will Mack. I am from Preston, UK, but I've been sort of everywhere around Europe and the world. Um, I'm a DJ, creative agency owner, producer, songwriter. What the fuck would be spitting on us right now? <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a few leaves in my book, so to speak. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of like a nutshell of, of, of who I am.
0: One of the coolest things that I think that you get to do is you get to travel. Yeah, with your work. That that's hundred cool.
2: percent. That's mm-hmm. like for me was the the main thing that I wanted to be able to do was work and travel at the same time, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time be building a, a wider, bigger something. Yeah.
0: Just quickly, where's yeah. Your favorite, where's the favorite place that you've gone to? That's
1: bring tough. bring bring that mic in for me as well if you can, bro. Yeah. Sorry, just, just just if you just can bring
2: it in here, yeah. Yeah. Is that better? Yeah. Yeah, much better. Um, that's really tough. But the Mauritius was incredible. Mm. That wasn't even for work. That was purely going for leisure. But for me, that's just a place in the world that is so fucking beautiful. It's crazy. Nice. what, Wait, what, we, what was it? What there? was it? You just went on a holiday, like yeah, Mauritius. So it's like you're in um, a Mandazi with a special was, person. It's uh, Sa- it? Family. South Africa. It was oh, like the south, okay. southeast Africa off the coast. Okay. It's just this like tiny island. Um, it's actually strange because everything that you see on like your social media, like TikTok and stuff, it's like resorts. But when you get there, it's like quite derelict in places. It's homeless, like Mm -hmm. a lot of homelessness. Um, It's cultural, So you drive through all of this homelessness and then you get to your resort that is like this so blissful place, but you walk two minutes out of it and you've got a guy on the streets selling like empanadas and shit. It's nuts, but it's a beautiful place.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I can imagine.
1: Yeah. I want to, the way to kick this off for me, I, I just want to give the audience a bit of an introduction to you. Um, obviously, you're a successful DJ. You have a successful business. You've traveled the world and done some pretty spectacular things. Um, you've DJed at Printworks. You've done a UK tour. Yeah. You've DJed at one of the biggest, I think, clubs in the world, if I'm saying Ocean Beach. Yeah. 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 Um, I want to bring it back to, how all of this stuff kind of started, and how we've got today the Will Mac that we do. Okay, um,
2: it might take a little while, but Don't we'll, worry about we'll, that. we'll cool, run bro. through this. We've we'll we got time, this. man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it started 11 years ago. So I was 14 in high school, um, skinny little white kid, and was just kind of feeling out the things that I maybe wanted to do in my life. So I was watching a lot of... And back then, like, EDM was a big thing. So your Martin Garrix, like, all that shit, Avicii yeah. stuff. It was huge. Like, you'd see it all the time, all over social media. And I became very influenced by that and sort of ended up going down that path of saying, "Mom, I want to be a DJ. How did that get taken? At first, not very well. She was... Well, it, it got taken well because it's my mum and she always, like, will embrace the things that I want to do. Um... But she was kind of sceptical because I'd always had those... As a kid, you always have little things that you dip in and out of. You'd be like, yeah, I want to do this. And then two weeks later, it's like, okay, yeah, fuck that. I'm not doing that anymore. (laughs) Um, So she embraced it. And then I got my first set of decks um, for finishing my GCSEs. And then I was playing at, like, friends' birthday parties, 18ths. The first gig that I ever did was in one of my friend's garages um, with, like, this shit smoke machine. Were you like teaching yourself, or did you actually have a mentor? Or how did so at first? I was teaching myself, um, and then YouTube. kind of, yeah, YouTube yeah, and just literally just having a, a play with the, the decks and just seeing what I could do. Really twisting different knobs, pressing different buttons, um, and then eventually I met a guy called Stu. Um, well, originally it was actually a guy called Sam. So Sam is the business eg- executive for Pioneer DJ. that's cool. Um, And now he's like the main product developer. At that point, he was the business executive. Um, So he took me under his wing and said, look, I need to teach you some shit because he saw me DJing at a club that was like a really bad club. Um, But you got to start somewhere, of course. And he said to me, look, come have some lessons. I'll show you around the equipment and we'll get you like up to good standard. So I was like, okay, cool. So him and Stu, between the two of them, they taught me how to DJ to a, a professional standard um and then from there on in it was kind of like small residencies like it was a club called aj's in chorley um very small town like small town syndrome kind of place like you can spit on a pavement and someone will know about it two minutes later up the street (laughs) um so yeah that was the the first stepping stone really towards i suppose the wider picture for me um and then after them was, I, I played at San Carlo in Manchester, actually. Okay. Um, so I was playing there for about six months, every Saturday, background music, me stood there in a, a white shirt all buttoned up to the top, like looking like a lemon. Um, <laughs> but do you know what, like, it's all like, it's confidence character building stuff, because of your journey, man. if you can stand there, honestly, as a D, any DJs who like are going to watch this and 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 really dig into it if you can stand there and DJ background music to like a restaurant of people who actually don't give a shit about what you're playing because that is so like out of their head. They're thinking about their food, their conversation. And the last thing i are thinking about is the music. If you can do that, like you have some serious balls to be able really? to- Yeah, to stand there for five hours and play a set to people who don't give a shit what you're playing and they will look at you like you're a piece of shit sometimes. You've got balls. Like you seriously have, because for me, if I'm doing, if I go and do like a warm up set now somewhere on the, on the tour or whatever, even then when you're at the very start, you're playing to nobody. You have to fill that crowd. And even then I, you get that feeling, you get that like real deep feeling inside you. Like, am I playing the right music? Am I doing the right thing? Like even now at this level, I'm still feeling that compared to San Carlo when I was DJing to a restaurant of people who didn't care what I was playing. So yeah. I suppose what I'm saying is just if you can be ballsy and do that kind of shit you're going to get somewhere later and later down the line you are yeah. going to get you know more successful 100%. Um I kind of lost my trail of thought now. Uh, so I, let's so on the
1: timeline of got your residency at San Carlo started doing your things yeah. what was the process from that to okay
2: I'm starting to get some gigs that I'm actually pretty proud of right now or I'm traveling yeah. somewhere and so that was San Carlo um I came out of that In order to go to Ibiza okay um so my sort of mentor slash manager um Stu the guy who taught me how to DJ many moons ago I feel old now um but he he was pushing me to go to Ibiza at the time I had a girlfriend and you know how it is when you have a girl your your whole mindset changes it flips you want to do everything with her for her um especially at a young age you get very influenced immediately by, by that person um so Stu was like, you need to just end that and you need to go. I was going to um, say, I can't
1: imagine saying, babe, I'm going to go and be a resident in Ibiza. Yeah, it doesn't work. It
2: you, just doesn't work. Did you try saying that on her? No? Um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> we can so FaceTime when she actually,
2: she actually influenced me to go as well. So um, I had a conversation with her and then she was like, yeah, you need to just, we need to end this and you need to go do your shit.
0: That's a that's a big thing for her. To it's be to a ballsy move from her, yeah. Um, oh, fair play to her, to be honest with you. Even like you let a good
2: one go, bro. To this day, I'm still best friends with her. Oh wow! Yeah,
0: best, right. I want to
2: dive into that. What's that like? We we are best mates, and we speak like all the time. And after a couple of drinks, you might no, no, like really? bro. It's like it's so clinically just friends. Um,
0: what well, if you got a girlfriend or she got a boyfriend? Is that that would be weird? Th-
2: there's no there's like there is no like romantic thing outside of that now wow. it's just we're best mates because of that moment in time where she knows if she hadn't have encouraged me to go i wouldn't be sat here even here right now um because this is a massive thing to
0: do yeah it's huge it's, it Gooms is, is pod. massive pod is huge, it's, yeah, you it's, know. It's
2: sometimes some people might, might. Ask, ask ask me what the biggest moment of my career is <laughs> Being on Goon's Pod,
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> could you? Now, some um, people would say this is life/slash career changing. I have heard that before, I haven't said it myself.
0: <laughs> no, we'll get there, man. Uh,
2: we'll get there. It's good, though. It's good, it's but good no, honestly, your best
1: friend, ex-girlfriend, however, yeah, we're gonna refer mate. to her. Yeah. Shout out to you, man. You sound like a real world. That's
0: great. I could never imagine ever being friends with like well, a girl, to be honest. Right? The to thing, to anyway, the thing, like, thing is, it never
2: got like super intimate. Okay. So for us, it was like we were almost becoming friends before we came more than that. Um, obviously, we were kissing and whatever. Like, that's that's what you do at that age. But, like, any anywhere further than that at a, a younger age was like, oh, my God, you've got to be fucking together and shit. Hmm. So there was never any of that. It was always just we were building something together. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, right, we need to cut this off and you need to go and do your shit.
1: I think that's fucking amazing It's, it's great like It's for brilliant her to, For her to
2: realise that At such a young age was I was just
1: about to say s- Such a high level of maturity yeah. At that age from her So Yeah crazy That's off to you man Real yeah. one
2: You know who you are I won't say her name But
1: you know who you are Yeah you know who you Aww. are <laughs> Thank I you, reckon man. you low key Still digs her Now joking, <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking.
2: <laughs> So you've gone now She's probably going
0: listen- to be Listening to this Like trying to button in the combo. Uh
2: She's going to be listening To every second of this I can guarantee you because she any, Shout any, you, man. anything Listen. that I do she's she's on that she's on that yeah um, but yeah but so you you're up. in Ibiza so You've Ibiza, gone. Ibiza started um I went out there and do you know what I was I was quite skeptical on how it was going to pan out um because it kind of went out on such a whim it was like it was a now or never sort of moment and if I go out there everything fails i just come home i get i get the next flight home that's it so i booked accommodation for a month with the intention to just go out network get around see what meet some new people you know guess get a few a couple of like crap dj gigs in some bars on the west end or whatever um so after like the first few weeks i'd been networking i moved accommodation to somewhere else um so that was like for me the next sort of stage in okay, I'm here now. I'm actually, I'm going to be staying for an, at least another month. Um, so then I got a residency at Eden, which is where Defected is in Ibiza. So I got a residency there every Thursday. Just pretty big off, deal? The, off the, yeah, pretty big deal at like 18 years old. I was like, geez, like this is something that I would have only thought could happen in a few years of work out here. Um, and that was just by speaking to people, networking and I actually sold boat party tickets for two years out there. You you sold boat. I sold boat party tickets. So y- if you had walked past Lineker's in Ibiza, you would have seen me outside selling <laughs> boat parties <laughs> for ninety five euros each, um, which was crazy because like per I lo- go ahead go ahead per you, ticket. Th- Is that Ibiza, yeah, bro? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Per ticket. Yeah. But it was that was like including like euros? events that was like it included amnesia and Ushuaia or whatever, um, and the boat party. So, but that for me now, I look back on that. It was a massive confidence like builder, like huge character building, for me to stand on the street in a beaver and be approaching people to buy a ticket off me. Takes bottle. Um, yeah, it's like that was. It especially was especially when they don't want to listen to you. Yeah, they they never do. They just walk past you and they're just like, Are they, but they will actually tell you to f off. They're like, nah, mate, I don't want to talk to you. I've had six other people just now yeah, talk to yeah. me. Um, so yeah, that was like the first the first big thing I had was Eden. And then off the back of that, things just started to sort of fall into place. And um, my first gig at Ocean Beach was the second season, start of second season. And then I got a residency, got two residencies, two residencies at Ocean Beach. Uh, one for Sin Sundays, one for House in Paradise. Uh, oh, sorry to cut you up. Yeah. In between seasons,
1: yeah. what were you doing?
2: Um. So... Are you coming back to the UK? Yeah, coming back to the UK um, and the creative agency thing, the social media thing was kind of ticking over. Right, okay. Um, Just
0: keeping you afloat.
2: Yeah, I never, I kind of spoke to you lightly on this earlier, but I never really realised the potential of that business until recently. Mm -hmm. Um, But the Ibiza thing kind of phased out for me because... I got to a level where I'd done Eden, I'd done Ocean Beach like more times than I could count. And I have friends who are still there doing that. And that's great. That's cool. That's an amazing life. But I've got bigger and better things that I want to achieve. I want to like, honestly, everyone who gave me those opportunities, I'm so grateful for them. But they're a stepping stone for me towards something much bigger and much greater. I always believe that like, because I've climbed that peak, doesn't mean there's not, a greater peak that i've got Love to get that. up to um so i stopped doing the seasons in 2021 yeah two, 2021 but that was like through covid um my one of my exes was, was from spain so i ended up living there with her for a bit um one of the best times of my life to be fair because i was living in barcelona and it's fucking great
1: and barcelona is an amazing city we say it all the so time good. and one we've only favorites. been twice but
2: it's just so pretty yeah. and yeah
0: pretty it's pretty reasonably clean it's just it's,
2: it's bustling like you've just got all that energy it's such an energized city um
0: i think it's laid out really well as well like we got is, bikes yeah it's
2: great um but yeah that all phased out i came back to the uk and i feel like for a little while i was probably trying to find myself properly and find who i wanted to be what i wanted to be did i want to work in a nine five and just say you know i don't want to do this self-employed stuff anymore it's too stressful like i'm i'm trying to build a business and i can't or whatever and then what did that phase consist of that phase consisted of me actually trialing a nine five job um which i hated did not suit me at all in the slightest i was working for a company in dubai um content creating making videos for them every day and as I was much in much du- in Dubai or here Yeah, they were in Dubai yeah yeah they were but you were so I was here yeah oh okay I was sat, so you never sat, had that I was of it. sat at home in <laughs> Preston you know doing my thing whilst they were all living it up in Dubai but um it really did teach me that like I don't want to be under I don't want to be under someone I want to be my own my own business um owner I can do do my own thing yeah. and um have people beneath me to direct and you know give give jobs to do um so that was a big lesson for me, massive lesson. And from that point, then I wanted to upscale my business. But then came the difficult part, which was I need to now divide my time carefully to build my business wisely and still give all my clients the personable sort of level that I like to give to my clients. Cause there are a lot of agencies. I'm sure you guys yourself, you're very personal towards your clients. Mm-hmm. Um, super important for me because there are a lot of agencies out there who are very cutthroat and they're very like right okay you get this for this and that is it like there's no sort of like in between personal personalized connection to it which i really like to have um i think the client always responds well to that as well 100 percent. they're way more responsive to um potential new suggestions that you have so if you say to them look i've got this new idea is going to cost maybe more than the usual amount, but are you open to that? And they actually are way more open because because there's that trust, and there's the, the trust, relationship yeah, and yeah, the just loyalty.
3: Accuracy
0: is it? Obviously, I know it's a creative agency, but yeah, what do you actually do? Just make content.
2: So it's organic social content creation, um, and sort of everything revolved around that. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much the marketing or ads, um, but anything revolved in organic content. Yeah, anything in that realm is. I've got the brains that just go wild. Like you can give me an idea, like a small idea, and within half an hour I can build it to just be this super extravagant, crazy thing. I don't know how I do it. My brain just goes haywire and just will give you the most wild idea in the world. And it works. It does work. Could be to do with ADHD, but (laughs) it works, bro. More than likely. It works, it works. More than likely. But yeah, that's that the business in a nutshell is just like organic social. Um but taking it to a new level, that's kind of like not your usual just jibber jabber. Like people think organic social is putting some text on a graphic and posting it on your socials. It ain't like there's so much user generated content that's that's out there that is proof in the pudding that like if you create stuff that looks like it's being made in point of view. So you go in and sitting down in a restaurant, or you go into a club night, or you go and you get a bottle on your table in the club. If you can create that. And allow someone from the outside To envision that And be like I'm in that moment But I'm not But I need to be Then you've hit it mm-hmm. Yeah Dope
1: Dope <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to touch on um Your whole DJing phase Before we move away from it Yeah Because Well n- not move away from it You still do it now right Yeah
2: But just not in Ibiza and Yeah exactly All of that kind of stuff Yeah Ibiza for me Stopped properly last Last summer So I did um Like three stints out there Last year And played Ocean, Eden, um, a few other places. And that was, for me, that was kind of like the the sort of closing to that chapter.
1: And it just stopped because you were like, well, okay, I want to focus elsewhere.
2: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. definitely, definitely. In
1: those environments, drinks, flying, especially in Ibiza, certain things being passed around and offered towards you whilst you're effectively at work.
2: Yeah, it is work, yeah
1: what's that like being in those environments
2: every fucking day and it's tough and being around that stuff it's tough because there are temptations flying everywhere um now one of the things that anyone who knows me on a personal level or even on a on a business level um will know that I've I've never ever touched drugs because for me it was a rabbit hole that I didn't want to ever go down I kind of made a pact to myself on my first season in Ibiza in, within that like within landing there I was surrounded by it. You know, you get people coming up to you all the time. Do you want some like, you're like, you just got to say no and be persistently saying no. Because for me, if I'm trying to build a career off being a DJ and every Friday, Saturday or for six months long, I'm doing a tour every day of the week or, you know, whatever it is. If I'm going ahead and, you know, saying yes to those temptations, every one of those times, where is that going to get me? Into a hole six foot deep. You know way before I want to be, so I just thought, you know, say no and be persistent. And to this day, I've stuck by it. I've got a lot I of time for, for that. that
0: yeah. it, do you like, are you like big on like taking care of your health and stuff like that as well? Yeah, okay. yeah, what massive.
2: Do do? Um, not I don't do a great deal of like, I take my vitamins and stuff every day, like that kind of stuff. Um I don't do skincare cuz I'm young and it's
0: I don't uh, do skincare either bro. It's
2: pretty it's well, pretty alright anyway. It's just right a cheat anyway. code when yeah. you're a boy that like you just don't really have to. I, yeah. I, actually,
0: I actually think that so Cal Freese said it on the Fellas Pod ages ago that like the skincare brands like when you actually start using them and then you come off them you're like you get spots if that makes sense. Yeah.
2: Yeah because you like you almost accustom your skin to to need that. So yeah, it's just I think natural natural skin's better 100%. Um I just do you know what I, I I go to the gym every day I eat well and meditate manifest do all my like all my things that make me feel good within myself like all those things if you can just stick by them and be persistent with them every day I feel like they're little steps that all come together like little bricks that build your little house that you can be comfortable and cozy in so did you just hear that did you, is that your belly? Yeah oh, <laughs> oh. fat pats man Fat pats He's <laughs> not called fat pats for a reason Bro it
1: wasn't good for me man It's going to be bad let <laughs> we'll just talk about mental health uh, Like health and well being Being healthy and then, and then fat pats goes I was just about rrr. to say Yeah man we're really aligned with that <laughs> You just smashed the
0: fucking foot longer can I, can I actually ask you How does meditating help you? It's something I'm curious
2: about Meditating helps me because I can put myself in a different mind space for a period of time so I can Lie in my bed of an evening you have to do it in bed Like oh really Yeah for my
1: m- head goes to it's early Before the sun's up you put your yoga mat outside It's a bit cold and you. yeah go I
2: mean There are different ways to meditate Like you can do that but I feel Like people who do do that like They've just got all the time in the world To meditate so they may be a business Owner but they may be at the top 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 of that Business yeah so they just have a PA a manager everyone below them who are just Operating the business for them and all they have to do every day is get up. Like they just have to wake up, that's it. And they go meditate, they can go do yoga, they can do this, like of, you know, whatever they want to do. But for me, and you got you guys, you know, we're working hard with Grafton and um, I don't have the time to, to get up and go and do a two hour yoga class in the morning and then come out of that yoga class feeling like I just want to go to sleep because, like, do you know what I mean? Um, so for me, it's like, I do my day's work. I get into bed every evening. A reasonable time that I know I'm going to get all my sleep that I need but I lie in bed I do my meditation I do my manifesting do my journaling just make sure that everything that I have needed to do in that day not just work-wise but emotionally as well I have processed everything and made sure that I'm I'm ready to go tomorrow and like almost a clean slate because if you carry things over they build up and then Things just all come crumbling down at some Chasing point. Chasing your ass. You mean yeah. like
0: by going to bed and like sleeping or something. Like and I'm thinking of something before you go to bed. And yeah. Like you mean by carrying something over? Yeah.
2: And there's a there's a, a specific technique that I use in order to discard those things. So. Want to share it? I can share it. Yeah, definitely. Because it could help you guys and other people. Um, Is basically taking, it's almost like lining those things up in your head. So it's objects. So you objectify those things. And. Say so you've got, like, a stress that you've had in the day, so you say, I don't know, like, give me a stress that you would have, maybe. Chris maybe. has
0: pissed me off, for instance.
1: Chris has pissed you off. I don't okay. know, even
2: my girlfriend. Yeah. drop my phone and it's smashed. Okay, right, so you drop your phone and it's smashed. That's, like, a thing that can happen every day to someone. You take that, you objectify it, and you just look at it, and then you just watch it fade away into the distance. So I'm visualising my smash phone. But you, you're me. with your with your eyes closed, Yeah, lie in bed, and you just... Objectify that thing Right there in front of you And then you just watch it Fade away into the darkness It sounds crazy It doesn't
3: I don't think it sounds crazy What, what I thought you
0: were going to say is, I thought you were going to say Like you throw Like in your head Like you throw everything away
1: yeah, Like You it, have it, a sock it's you, kind you envision the sock As the bad thing You just launch it or yeah. It's of kind
2: of like that mm-hmm. But it's more like I feel like it's a softer version of that So it's like Almost imagining When you Have your eyes closed It's like a black hole Right And you can imagine that object just literally fading Burn away into the, the black hole and it's you done. You come up with it. And that's, yeah. I just literally was lying in bed one night and needed a way to, I had some stresses on my head and needed a way to just get rid of them there and then. But what about if it's a stress that you're going to wake up to tomorrow? Well, that's that's another thing. People are going to have stresses every day. You can't, stress is a, is such a common thing for such small things and such big things like an in-betweens you can never not be stressed. I solely believe there's not a single person in the world that cannot be stressed. It's impossible. Like, even if you're at the top, top, top of a business, you're still going to be thinking about emotional things or um, I've pissed off my husband today or whatever it is. Like, it's such simple things that can make you anxious or stressed. You're never not going to have them. Like, I don't know why people even perceive these big entrepreneurs to be so perfect and not have like, these the ones intricate that things. Are, yeah,
0: that's probably social media, though. Yeah, because that's, things get portrayed. That's, that's it. It's perception. Well.
2: Yeah. It's purely perception. They'll think like someone who's like a kid who's like I don't know, seventeen, eighteen years old, little lad. He's probably going to think right. Elon Musk has got the best life in the world. He he just has to sit there every day, and that's it. And he's got no stresses. His family's amazing, and this is amazing. His family could be crumbling, but we don't know about that. But that's an inside yeah, but
1: thing f- I, think, I think I'm think. i pretty sure He runs on about four hours sleep a day as well And he's a workaholic
0: yeah. yeah I was just saying When you see photos of him topless He's like a ghost Like he just don't see daylight He's
1: the a workaholic just
2: It's crazy
1: But again it's that perception of Yes The money The car yeah. The name The fame So naturally Oh yeah well he's got it He's got
2: it good Exactly
0: but people, um, do, people don't understand the hardship as well That goes into Being at Ocean Beach DJing, being able to come and do a podcast every week. Like people don't understand the hard work that goes in behind I think it's, I, I, I think it's a suits.
2: naivety. It is. Mm. Everybody like, just
0: yeah. sees a polished finished product. It's like, oh, that's easy, man.
2: And they think you've almost like had it handed to you on a plate, like. Just cause it looks like it has. Yeah, because it looks polished because it looks professional. Um, you know, me with my career, I never had any assistance musically like my mum and dad, my stepdad, They had no connections within that industry. And social media, they had no connections within that industry. So I, I had to go from bricklayer one and do my own thing. Um, you know, some some kids may have a connection through their parents who's in banking or whatever, and they can give them a little push towards that. But, I'm sh- you know, for you guys as well with your agency, it's the same. You've gone from literally ground zero and built it up. And I think people who do that, you're way more credible. You're way more... Um, you know, respectable in the, in the industry that you're in because you've essentially taken something from a speck of dust and built that's, it.
1: That's one, now you've just said it, it's one thing that I really resonate with because yeah. we both come from family businesses. We could have, because of the type of individuals we are, we would have scaled the family businesses to another level. Yeah, But when I was 30 or 40 worth 15 million and my franchise family takeaway is all over the world, Still, would have been some people that said, "Well, yeah, yeah. but your old man did this, 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 and this." And
2: do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, they'll, they'll always say that you've had it handed on a plate to you. But so also, it's, it's but
0: uh, Anything but it's, worse is those kids at school, like, "Oh, like it's daddy's money." Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Even
2: though motherfuckers
1: don't know that I'm here six days a week, and when you go yeah. out Friday, Saturday at eight o'clock with the boys, exactly. I'm just coming into my rush hour.
2: Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I'm busy, yeah. and I'm sweating on the grill. And but it's also, it's also a, a jealousy thing. People are always going to be envious and jealous of what you're doing. If you're doing something better than them, they're always going to be envious. They could be your best friends, but they're still envious. Yeah.
0: We spoke about jealousy on the last pod. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's two types of jealousy. It's either like jealousy, like an you, or jealousy where like, oh, you don't deserve that.
3: Yeah.
1: Like, how can I bring you
2: down to my level? People, people do that. People really do that. Like I've had it a couple of times, a few instances where, um, other djs have tried to like you know undercut or whatever like they do that like well what do you mean what's happened so they'll they'll try and go for a gig that you have and it happens all like i've, I've seen it in one of my one of my clients because i do run all their messaging and stuff and when oh, and someone's come in and the dm mm, request has come to you yeah <laughs> what a and I, I, i've a seen well. this request come through and it's one of my like The people that I trust in the industry that I've been friends with for years. Oh, wow. Coming in trying to take a gig that I have. Fucking, How did you react to that? I just called him and I was like, listen, man, I don't respect the fact that you've done that. I understand that you're trying to make yourself, you know, trying to grow and you're trying to go further. But there are plenty of other events brands around. Like, you don't have to come for my job. Like... I'm not I'm not being and like I, that guy. I don't want to be territorial because at the end of the day my gigs anybody's gig like
1: but bro that's your bread yeah, bro, and butter yeah, and if it's someone yeah. that you said you trusted as well they're gonna know yeah. that that's your probably your bread and butter but there's people yeah. that
0: we've got no loyalties to where we wouldn't go and step on their toes in terms of like making content for a business or yeah. something. it's
1: just about being morally correct I think as well and the type 100%. of person you are he'll yeah. see that
0: come back to him anyways yeah that's part of it it's like I think Hormosi said it is like I'm listening to his audiobook at the moment and he, he the first couple chapters is talking about how we got fucked over by this guy. Basically he put up everything for a business and the guy just took all the money a couple months later and left and said the money, like that was his share. And he was like, regardless, like even though there was all these red flags and stuff like that, like just keep doing good, just keep doing good. And eventually it will come back to you. There'll be something that you've done that's good and it will pay off.
2: Yeah,
1: definitely. I think it's an energy thing as well. If you put out all of these good energies into the world, if you, if you, even just the simple things Like When you pay for your petrol Ask the guy who you're paying Like You have a good, you have a good sure day, day. It's, I've got a, a little bit know. of a relationship so, With a guy at the petrol station Just little things Simple like things <laughs> Simple, simple <laughs> things About putting you know pure what? It, it love boosts, into it the It boosts
2: your day as well Yeah Because when they, when they say Yeah, my, like My day's going great And the one thing That I always say to people And you would have heard me say When I came in here When you ask me how I am I say always oh, good
0: Yeah, I noticed that And I, as soon as you said that I was like oh, This guy's cool
2: Because like I may have some shit going on in my life Or whatever But It could be worse I wanna It could be worse And I always wanna like Resonate my energy to other people I wanna like Allow you to absorb it And give it Give you energy as well Because if you can walk into a room And energise everyone else What can go wrong? And people don't remember you For how
1: you look How you speak mm. How you smell Yeah They remember how you made them feel 100% Yeah definitely And like you said You've walked into the room And the first thing you've done Is made people feel Elevated Elevated and yeah. also as well Open Like an opening yeah, From you like Oh yeah I'm always good Yeah Oh mother f- the the <laughs> Yeah. Damn it Do you yeah. know what I mean Like straight away exactly. you feel that As 100%. opposed to Trying to figure him out I'm
2: trying to work It gives like Do you know what I'm saying Yeah I think it's um, Something that I've noticed In the last sort of year I would say of my life Is that I've started to Attract more More of the same energy Than a mixed bag of energy of people. So like when I enter a room or I start, I bump into someone in public or an event or whatever it is, I always now tend to find that the people that I'm connecting with are on the same wavelength as what I am. Whereas before it was like, I would spend half an hour talking to someone with the knowledge in my head that I'm never going to speak to this person again, Thanks.
0: there's nothing worse than those combos. Mate, it's,
2: you, you, you're, you're stood there like, yeah, you I know, just you're itching, itching. You can't to get, get out of it as well because it yeah. keeps.
0: I, 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 I just thought of something though. You said that that you. Yeah, go up. ahead. I just had this thought. Good.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm just needing to readjust. I can feel like a
0: deep wedgie pending. <laughs> 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 come. The, there's at the moment. Do you think right? I I don't doubt that you could be meeting more people that are aligned yeah. with you because I feel the same at the moment. Yeah, but I feel like there's a surplus of people that are gonna be an entrepreneur or do something creative at the moment that yeah. have that mindset from social media. So there's like there's a surplus of those type of people everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Do you get what I'm, like it's almost like a trend now to be an entrepreneur and stuff like that? I I I don't know. It was just the thought that I just had. You say that, but when was
1: the last time that? you met somebody that wasn't in a situation like this
0: that you really resonated with? No, 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 I, I, I know that. And In terms of, like, work and stuff, what I'm saying is, like, if you meet someone random, yeah, on the street, and, like, they say they're similar age to us, they dress similar, whatever, Yeah, their personality could be completely broad, but I feel like because of social media now, like, if, the, I don't know, maybe 50% of the time, they might be like, oh, yeah, like I'm, like, I'm manifesting this, or I want this out of life. They've got a positive outlook. I feel yeah. like that's social media, to be honest to you. It's like a surplus of those type of people now.
2: Yeah, and there's also a massive. It was it, just a the thought. There's I a big in in t- influx in in that, and also people like being able to portray themselves as doing that, but they're a, they're not. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you've just led me on to something else. I was let
1: thinking let me about that the... a
2: little bit more. Is that is that better? No, no, no. It was
1: fine. I just just if if you need to do that, you can just switch it up a little bit. Yeah, but you yeah, can yeah. push. Just. Bro, bro you're you free to move, man. That's probably
0: yeah. good. That's probably good, but that's better. Yeah. I so, saw. I think it was Jordan Peterson the other day. He said. Um, Your, your, your character is who you are on your own. And then your oh fuck, I forgot the other word that you said. But basically (laughs) like when, when you're like, when you're with other people, like that's like your portrayed self, but your character is who you are really when you're on your own. It it, it made me think deep, like, like, what do I do differently when I'm around other people? But I couldn't, I couldn't put a finger on, I, I, I'm pretty sure that like, I'm like I'm real now. I don't think I used to be.
2: Yeah. I agree with you there. I used to be very subdued and put in person towards people. I used to be very like held back, mm. but now like Saturday night, okay, I was playing in Bristol on Saturday, met a group of people, a few lads, few girls, they were backstage with us, like just having a good time. And I could be my, just myself making my weird noises, doing my ADHD stuff, like. <laughs> what weird noises? I just make weird noises, <laughs> <for> man. <mine. laughs> Give me an example, please. <laughs> I do it as well sometimes. I. Uh... I'm, I'm right. Okay, so I'll be sat at home sometimes during the day because i I'll work from home sometimes and work in the office other times, and um, I just stand up and I need to just release some energy, and <laughs> whatever cool. comes out comes out. It will just be like a little weird fucking pop or a crackle or whatever it is. <laughs> like, I'm, like a, I'm like a I'm like a puppet, and I just you can press a button and I <laughs> make the noise. <laughs> it's crazy. I think that's cool though, bro. Yeah, um, like it's something that I used to think was like a really. Um like a bad characteristic and that I thought like girls, girls would like look, look away at that and they'd be like, nah, like that's, that's weird. You're weird. But like now,
1: fuck it. I want to be a bit
2: weird. I'm just myself straight away. And actually like, I have realized that towards even guys, like making new friends with guys, making friends with like girls and whatever, um, even like entering into romantic situations with people, um, being yourself is the absolute best thing that you can do because that doesn't only make you feel, like, real, totally real towards someone, but there's nothing to hide that's going to come out further down the line that they're going to, like, find an ick or, like, find weird about you that they're then going to just turn their back on you and run. Because it does happen. You you guys know it, I know it. Like, you've been in relationships and you get down the line, you find something else out about that person and then, ick, off you go. Like, you're done. So A big turn off. Yeah, 100%. But, no, but
1: just being... Your authentic self in any situation is always going to give not might not give you the best turnout, but it always gives you the real one. Yeah, because you might go in and you go on a first date and you play up and you act. It might be the best first date ever. Yeah, but it wasn't you. Mm. Or if it's on the flip side as well, the person on the other end of that table is making jokes and doing all this type of stuff, but. Two or three months into your relationship, realised that that was a front. Yeah, And now you were in a deep situation with somebody that wasn't the person you met on the first date. Because yeah, they're putting it on. <coughs> yeah, so That's it's crazy. always going to come back. and Yeah. yeah. um, I want to dive into your business. Okay. I want to ask you a little bit more about, obviously, you started it during the period that you were here, there and everywhere, DJing, whatever. Yeah. Um, can you give us just a bit of a process
2: of yeah, the start sure. to where you are now? um so I I guess it begun in college I did b-tech media um b-tech being a thing that people would judge you know back then I don't think it's as judged now um because a-levels were the shit they were the thing to do and if you didn't do a-levels you were dumb kind of thing um I'm not I'm not academic I never have been my GCSEs I passed not with flying colors like I passed them I got enough grades to get into college um my parents have always been supportive of that and you know respect them for that. Um, my sister has always been that academic person who always achieved the highest grades possible. Um, Younger or older? Older. So <laughs> yeah, I'm middle. I'm middle child. Um, so like technically for me, that I always felt like I was catching up to something. I was trying to almost live up to her standards. Um, but then yeah, in college I did B Tech Media. It taught me the basics of editing and sort of film. Production, bit of social media. Um, and then after that, I kind of I came out of college and went to Ibiza and realized that I could start to make money from having a camera and a laptop. So I invested, spent about five grand, got myself a camera, nice setup, and a laptop, and just started connecting with people. Where did you get the five grand from? Saved it up. Okay. Yeah. What um, camera did you get? A7S2. Oh. Started yeah. pretty sharp then. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, do you know what? If you're gonna if you're gonna do something, do it. Hmm. Don't do it half-assed. Do it. Like if if you need to wait another year to save that money to get that camera, wait a year.
0: Do you know, I, I kind of disagree. Oh, I you just about
2: to say? Or like I don't know. Why not go get something
0: that's like rather than going spending like two, three Gs on? Because like you can go spend a thousand pounds if that's all you got, and still go the get product it the product that you
2: can make is is way way better. Yeah, but you can go and upgrade
0: like. After you've got some clients and you've yeah, right, brought in a bit of money. If you, break, you, what I'm saying? If you
2: break it down,
1: yeah. So you, you use the term if you need to wait a year to save up. Yeah. The difference in between level one and level 10 yeah. might be a thousand pounds. Yeah, true. Two thousand pounds yeah. at a push. Yeah. yeah. From getting a camera that could do everything you need it to do to, yeah. say, your camera. Yeah. yeah, that you got.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: That could be three, four, five shoots that you could charge less of a premium for. Yeah. But then all of a sudden... In
0: two months you can afford this camera And you're learning that okay. year Rather than waiting the year Alright <laughs>
3: You got me
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yes Come here H Give me some
0: We are going to be launching a school on uh, <laughs> Yeah so here.
1: if you want to be rich You have to pay us to.
0: <laughs> but yeah no Yeah it's, have you still uh, got the same camera now? Hey Still got the same camera now yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Nice.
3: Yeah. Oh, so it's no, no, no. I hear so that, but like, I'm just like, thinking yeah. about someone in a position yeah. where it's
0: like, don't save up. Yeah. I'm just saying, just go get yeah. the fucking start now. Start and, yeah. today. Was,
2: that was kind of like for me. I was always going to use that camera because it's such a like it's one of the best you can get. Yeah. Good in not low the light best, well. best, but yeah, it does it does the trick. Um, yeah, that is low light as well. If you're shooting night yeah. events, and events like yeah. and stuff, it's perfect. Um, but I don't, to be honest, even now, like I do use it like for a lot of the touring stuff that i do because for for foreverland one of the biggest clients that i have i like do all their strategy content and their socials um at the same time as when i met the shows i don't just dj but i do filming as well i was just gonna put my hand up as well for the the, people that don't for the people that don't have
1: any idea of what foreverland is can you just give a bit of context
2: yeah so it's it's basically a an events brand um they do touring across the uk europe and we do, we're currently on like a 20-day tour across the UK, every major city. So like, you're currently on the tour now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Um, So like big, colourful, like decorations, everything. Um, And they like, are your client? Yes. Congratulations. Bro. Thank
0: you. I was going to say, bro, I, do you know what you should fucking do? Yeah. You should, when you do a set, so put your camera on a wide lens mm-hmm. and just put it at the front of your set. Just yeah. put it on like, I don't know, like a suction mount or something. From the decks And just film your set And just chop up the best pitch bro And just put it on socials Yeah I should do You should do that bro is, and as You've well, got the equipment
1: Even even, And then even just On the flip side Have a phone On a normal holder Or a normal tripod and get the crowd reactions to the same yeah. part and split screen oh, your reel.
2: I know. it's yeah, This is your job this is so We're literally okay. dropping game on you right now. To do this. This, this is one of the things, right? That'll be 400 pounds right? a month, please. <laughs> <laughs> bro, we'll, we'll edit it for you. Yeah, we'll chop them up. It's a thing that I've needed to do for so long is that, and I had to be fair, I've had people ask me, they say to me, you're so good at your job. You have so many clients that are like big shot clients and that, you know, you do amazing work. But sometimes I feel like you I look at your socials and they're not as good as like what you do for other people, and that is solely down to the fact of like me not having enough time to focus to own shit h- on h- my it, own bro. stuff. I yeah. wish that
0: I like my downtime when we had more time was to make my own content.
2: Well, she said this two. Yeah,
1: in the, you get caught up in that. I was going to say rat race, but it's probably the wrong term to use because it's not. But
2: said, it was. It's your own rat race. Yeah. Yeah. Exa- yeah a rat race yeah.
1: with yourself, and yeah. uh, but. It's a client, then it's a shoot, then it's you got to get this deadline done, then it's. Yeah. The times where you might have the time to do that content is to sleep. You want to go upstairs and meditate, or yeah. you want to, do you know what I mean? These yeah. things that are going to make you be show up tomorrow. For sure. To be
0: fair, though, on the flip side, it's not like the content that I want to make personally, like, is like, I don't know, I might spend like three hours like on a vid that I might post on a reel, yeah, yeah. even though I'll get like I don't know, 100 likes. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I'll just, i post it because like, I'm like, shit, I'm proud of this. I made this and it's me. Yeah, and it's my yeah. own content. For you, though, it'd be like, set Like it would just be there You'd have like an a, I don't know how long A set would be like an hour The footage might be like An hour long yeah, You'd be yeah. like Oh shit I remember this bit When I played it Like 40 minutes in Yeah You even then set a timer And
1: you timestamp Every time you got A good reaction yeah. from the crowd here. And then yeah. when you put it Into post You don't even have to Go no. through the footage Because it's not like yeah. You have to edit a whole video You Just take the section I need out. to do
0: it That is a good it. idea bro, bro. fucking be dropping yeah. Some game <laughs> <laughs> No because Have you seen Obviously bro, Have yeah. you I seen the guys On TikTok Have you seen the guys On TikTok that do that or not? It's the
1: Ones. thingy rooms. What's it called? Something room. Uh, and it's Boiler room. Boiler room. Fred again, in the boiler rooms. It. Yeah, the way yeah, that yeah. they structure those
0: videos. Yeah,
1: yeah. You can do
2: that,
0: bro. I know. That would be good content. I'd the the thing
2: is, I know that I can do it. But it's like, when I get to a set, right? So, for Foreverland, for example. I'm not just, I don't just turn up and rock up and do my set. I run all, like, the media. Like, I go out and do videos of the crowd and stuff. So, I'm not just, it's busy. Like, yeah, I'm busy. I hear you. So then I get to that point, and I'm just like, right, now I just want to drink, and I, I want to play my set and just enjoy it, do you know what I mean? I Rather know. than be still like, oh, shit, I need to make sure the camera's going, I need to make sure this is going. Yeah. I so, just thought of another fucking idea. Oh, God. God, he's coming. Go bro, on. get
0: 3D... Sw- you, no, the the 360 cams. Yeah. And put
2: that in front of the thing, bro, and then you could switch it to the crowd, and, yeah. bro, I that mean, is fucking to, cool. There's, there are so many... <laughs> that is so <laughs> sick. There are so many ideas that, like, even like this, that I need to just... Bring into that, fluition. That's, that's you just easier. Need some creative Bro, minds that, around bro your, that's
0: yeah. that's easier. That's e- way easier than setting up your Your A
2: seven S two. I'm getting chatted up by Gooms right now.
0: <laughs> no, 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 but how much easier is that? Because they just like it's like a little mount you could even fucking hold it bro for like twenty minutes set Yeah. Ten minutes. How is he gonna hold it in between songs? Nah, sets I don't probably. I don't know. Nah, okay, maybe like a minute. A minute like in between songs and you know you're gonna do so all you have to yeah, do is yeah, press
2: yeah. a button. Yeah. No, I know but it's that is a good idea. This is the thing like I think we were going to pitch services to you. Tonight? No, I didn't to be fair. <laughs> nah, that's but not neither did you know what, idea. I'm glad that you have said this because I ne- I do need I almost need to hire myself a social media manager. One of my the, the guys that I have with me. I need to maybe just say to them, "Look, I need some I need you to keep keep on top of me with this because I'm never going to do it. If I'm sat there and I've I've got all the work done for the day and done all the posting done all the scheduling whatever it needs to be done. And then I sit there and at 7pm and I'm like, okay, cool, I can do a post now. All I'm then doing is going on my phone and going on my favourites because, like, I'll just chuck a load of stuff into there. And then I just go, right, cool, select a little caption, put it out. There's no thought behind yeah. it. There's no planning. There's no scheduling. I, th- there's I
1: think it comes from a place of, like, it's like a a humbleness mm. of, like, my shit really doesn't matter that much. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'd rather yeah, yeah. everything I'm putting out and being paid for be yeah. so good and Definitely. so perfect that... If it means I don't get to do the stuff on mine, it's fine. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. your, your posts aren't getting as much engagement. Your follower ca- count's not yeah. always growing. But my bank
0: account is. Yeah. So I'm good. Yeah. Do I you know
3: that. what I
1: mean? But the content would
0: be cool, though.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, money but, like, it's, like, yeah. but, but so the cool. content is cool. Yeah. For me, what's cooler? Cha-ching, 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 yeah. cha-ching. Do you know what I I I'm know, saying? Know, I know, As opposed, like, you look at it logistically as and opposed also, to that. And also, not just
2: the money, but, like, having that reputation in the industry... Of you know that you the work that I do for my clients is great work and it, it's it's punctual and it's consistent but it's also always growing it's always being re-strategized. it's this and that so and that is essentially I'd rather put the time into that than put the time into planning seven days a week posts on my social media yeah do you know do you know what it could be
0: though like it, say if you turned up to a set and like that was your thing you were that you were that house DJ that. Set up your camera that, yeah, Like yeah, that yeah. would be like your USP Yeah And, and it like, gives, it gives the event
1: more um Exposure More, exposure. Yeah more exposure But also like More chance of becoming that viral clip Yeah Because of yeah, the way that sure. you structure it Which gives you more of an incentive to Well listen, my set's not going to charge this It's going to charge that But yeah. on my last five I've had seven videos that reached over a million people Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can either use me or not type thing and then you can kind of hardball and just
2: an idea I don't know I I just thought of it bro I just think no mate it's a great idea it's that these these kind of things that I just have to I need to just implement them
1: it's always it's always the way in our space you know what you need to do you always do yeah
2: do you know what I mean I've got got like 20 ideas that I could go and do but to implement them and do them it's gonna take ages
1: and it, it falls down on your priority list yeah, I have like, like I think that's clients. The main thing.
2: Clients are like, I have like health, family top, and then clients are here, and then my personal social media is somewhere down. <laughs> and there. literally, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. After, and then it, and then it's like music production, and then it comes down to then that, and it's just like, well, it's never, I'm never, going to get to it. Or you, yeah, you. I know you're looking at yourself right now, and you're thinking, why am I not subscribed to the
1: Gooms podcast? Just <laughs> do it then, because it helps the boys out more than you actually know. Peace you've just tapped into it and I, I want i want to go into it a little bit more one thing we haven't dived into at all is that you produce music yeah um
2: at a pre- pretty decent level from what i understand yeah i mean that i've got there's a long way to go a hell of a long way to go but um it's something that i do at a decent level and i do it with a lot of a lot of passion because it's if i could choose one thing to do
3: if if you know
2: finances and everything was wasn't wasn't a, a matter it would be produced music. Wow. Hundred percent. Um because if you put me at my studio desk and I sit there, everything just any anything else around me is is completely just fades away. It's crazy. And you're um, just in your element. Yeah. Absolutely in my I love element. Love that for you, bro. Yeah. Um I feel like people have different vices. They have things that they turn to and go to. But that is my vice. Like if i'm if i'm feeling stressed after a day's work i just go and make some music because it brings me back down to solid ground
1: i think that's such a beautiful thing
2: as well because yeah.
1: you might have had one of those days and then that can all that can
2: be mirrored in yeah. the type of music you create as but well um, Wow. and so i'm a, i'm a very like one of the things that i i always think to myself and i never really share this kind of stuff but like i'm a very emotional person um I get that from you without you I don't want you to take that the wrong way No, of course yeah I actually think it's good that that's good that you can kind of gauge that because um I am a very like emotionally involved invested person in um everything so like even my business I was saying to you before is like I'm very personal I'm very like I like connecting with people on that level um and that emotion always drives through to the music because the stuff that I make like we were talking earlier about the, the Lion King sample that I did last week. Um, those kind of things, they just pierce through. like, And you just look so happy during it as well. And yeah. you were playing it, like the joy, you could can I, feel can it I hear
3: this?
1: through the screen. Can I, have you got a speaker or not? You put it on a, as a story.
0: Yeah. Just play it in the mic so everyone can hear I, wa- I wanted to hear this earlier. I, how, what did you sample out of Lion King?
1: Okay,
2: so I think it's Lion King 2. Um, you're going to have to put it here though, Yeah, like so right the audience the can catch in. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I don't know how, how it happened. I was scrolling through Instagram, right? And then a Lion King, like, meme came up. Yeah, 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 And I just thought, no one's ever done, like, an edit or a sample of the Lion King. Probably because you get shot down straight away. But, like, um, I thought there's one song that I that I knew from the Lion King, too, that had, like, this chant in it. that I thought it could be really good in, like, a Black Coffee style edit. Mm-hmm. So then Straight away When these things happen I can't I can't process anything else I have to go and sit down And do straight it Straight away <laughs> That's what I'm like yeah. yeah I have to go And I just, I just have to sit down Get the full idea down I can come back to it later And like polish it off But I have to get that like the fa- Lay the foundation boxed. Yeah yeah Absolutely So this is like Hold on Let's pull it up uh,
3: <laughs> So it's the background thing. okay
2: Yeah
1: and like the TV's going... <laughs> <laughs> you're doing <laughs> all that? <laughs> yeah, you were. The piano fingers,
2: yeah. And you went... <laughs> that sounds fucking sick though.
0: It
3: gives me like barley vibes. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, Beach
1: club,
2: like, sun's coming down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That, to be fair, that leads through to like, you asking me about... So the if you music-
0: sampled Lion King. It's such a crazy like sample. He does what he wants.
1: <laughs> he does
2: what he wants. <laughs> but that's the beauty of music. You can. There's so many like realms and genres and subgenres and this and that. Like sampling is so apparent right now because um, like that, that's a
0: trend in itself.
1: Yeah,
2: mate. The sampling right now in the charts. I oh,
1: think it's because we're in the period where that period of two thousands. Was like the glory days of the hip hop and R and B scene. Absolutely. So like now it's coming to the point where you can actually use your favorite song as a kid as a sample for your next verse. Yeah. And it works because people resonate with it.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. Because it it doesn't it doesn't just put like a nostalgic memory in your mind. It like it spark instantly as soon as you hear like a, a drill track or you hear. Something that someone like Nathan Dawes doing or Joel Corry's doing.
0: Burn a boy for me at the moment. He's like the biggest culprit for just sampling like old or well, even what Drake. His, his Drake his most Drake's
1: recent been doing one was
2: for years. Birthday Sex, right? But yeah, on my Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did it, did it, yeah. But you hear that and like instant, instantly, <laughs> you, you go back. You go back to like yeah. that time in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's a fresh lyric on it, and you're
1: like, it's Cute. like how they do the Disney movies, now. Yeah. how they revamped them and made them for the next generation to yeah. relive the moment, but then it gives you that same nostalgia from when you watched the original, and that was your memory, but now you see the new and improved version of it. and you, it's like You heard it
2: here first. Nemo is next. It's
1: got to be oh, Nemo. There's got to be, be a fresh shit. Nemo. My but opinion. they just did Little Mermaid. Nah, Nemo would be so... They just shit. did an underwater one, though, bro.
0: Oh, how, was it like um, <laughs> Lucky Finn? <laughs> <I> <laughs> it would... It would imagine that... The, the, I, I, mean, watched it. I, I watched it with my girl Have you watched The Little Mermaid? The no, new one
2: No
1: The graphics on it were good They were good okay. Um, But obviously it's still very human orientated Little Mermaids oriented. for girls Huh? Little Mermaids for girls Fuck oh, you bro yeah, I love f- Disney
2: Chris has got a girlfriend
1: so I, I love know. Disney I've watched it on my own <laughs> Did you actually? <laughs> <laughs> no nah, I've got oh. two baby sisters I've got okay. two baby sisters Okay But they watched it in the That's cinema I'm acceptable then
2: we'll, we'll allow it Yeah they watched it in the I cinema I my
0: girlfriend and sister I said her watched Harry Potter like a man uh, <laughs>
2: what?
1: They uh, they watched it in the cinemas And then it came back up On on the TV And they were like Oh let's watch it I never watched it in the cinema I sat, watched the whole thing Popcorn Sat there the whole time Every time I had to go to the toilet Girls press pause i sat with is my
2: chest Is right Uh oh. It's just a little mermaid i rate it out of ten Out of 10. Oh, bro It's five It's <laughs> 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 not that good bro, you know bro, I mean? Do you know how sick it will be They've got to recreate Nemo an At some point at it's some a friend, point. not food. Do you remember Shark Shark Tale as well? Oh, it was one what a fucking film, man. Bernie, Bernie, <laughs> don't do <laughs> the don't you. do the it's Not the way you sing no, that song, no, man. No, no, man.
1: <laughs> My jellyfish brothers. <predates.
0: laughs> I had to be. Me done.
1: and H sometimes might shuffle the Shark Tale playlist for the drive There's some, back. There's some
0: really good songs on that thing.
1: Um, from the Shark Tale album. Some
2: they're iconic. Well. They're
0: actually iconic.
2: The, I, I think Shark Tale's better. Do you than think me, they're right?
1: iconic, or do you think it's because it reminds us of a, of a certain time? <sighs> it takes us back.
2: The thing for me is right. One of, uh, going back to The Lion King a little bit. Okay, so I went to New York and I watched The Lion King musical. All right, fucking hell. Get it. (laughs) I just went for that, that was it. And I flew back straight after uh, it. No, that Um, that is sick though. Was it it amazing? It's like one of the the most special like experiences I've ever had. I had bare jet lag. I was like going crazy watching it because I was like falling asleep. Um, But the standard of music that they make in films and theater is above anything else, because it's so intricate, like the, the violins they put in there, the strings, then they have the brass, and like, as a, as a music producer, I listen to things like that, or like The Greatest Showman, for example, the music, the quality of that music is like, wow.
1: And to the, to, to the naked eye, no one would really pick it up.
2: No, they wouldn't, because Isn't, they they just hear commercial music, that's all they hear. I think, I, I
0: think not just from like a music producer standpoint, but like, from like a video standpoint, like you take in all the sounds that you possibly
2: yeah. can when you're watching these things as yeah, well. You appreciate the editorial yeah. side of everything. 100% is, is this, if, if something can like, um, can really get every single one of your senses going at the same time, um, then it's, it's special. It's really special. Like that Lion King that I went to watch live was like, I was just looking at everything, taking everything in the the sounds, like all the different instruments. As as a producer like as voice well. Voice memo on your phone. Yeah, yeah the like, sample. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the sample. Let me just share shazam, shazam this. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it really, it really like inspires you. Not just like take me out as a producer. Like even if I was sat there as a normal human, you walk out of something like that feeling truly inspired by it and like almost encouraged to go and do better in life. That sounds so like crazy, but. If you go and watch something like that You'll understand Because it's just I don't know I don't know how to explain it You feel thing. very
0: enlightened Like yeah. yeah My mom desperately wants to go I just say no to her What? My mom, my girlfriend, my sister All want to go Go what? To New watch York. Lion King. Nah, not to New York oh. no, Bro, not just there London, yeah. Right? <laughs> London. Yeah, 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 London and go watch Lion King But I said yeah. no I'll go with them, fuck you You should do it Listen, guess, after that mate, After that
1: TripAdvisor review You're
0: still going to say no <laughs> No, because if I say yes here and I have to do it. They'll be like, oh, you said on the pod. <laughs> can't say yes, yeah. I'll see. Consider it. I'll see. I'll I'll consider, consider
1: it. it. I'll I consider think it. personally you should go. I think me and Will are on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> Girls, we are with you. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming. Um, the music production, we, yeah. that we, we, we we swayed away from it, but yeah, go how ahead. seriously do you take it? Is it monetized? Are you working with some big names that people might recognize? Yes. Yeah, what, so what stage
2: are you at? monetization wise um so the way it works as being a music producer is if you release your music to the world on spotify apple music etc you get paid quarterly by prs so you get signed up you have a publisher they collect your funds from radio from spotify apple music deezer wherever you get streamed and you get paid that quarterly so what percentage do they take it's a big percentage yeah um so do you need them hey do you need them yeah yeah, yeah. Why?
0: So Just because they keep it organized.
2: Because oh, the publisher you mean. Yeah, yeah. The publisher takes and mine take twenty percent. So it's, it's, it's still a lot. It's enough, but yeah. like, it's not as much as it's not some publishers crazy. In my head, are. I was thinking like forty, sixty, or fifty, fifty. Yeah, it's it's not like some publishers are crazy like that. They do, they do take like fifty, fifty. Um, but to have your music on those platforms, you get like minimal amounts of money per stream. For example, Spotify is really, really low, super, super low. And they all accumulate together, and you get your fund every two, every three, three months. You get just sent through your little pay packet, and until you're like huge, that pay packet ain't gonna sort you out. It's just not for three months. It's not. Um, like I know producers that are they're doing bits, they're doing like kind of ghost ghost producing bits, and they're still not getting that pay packet they want. Um, it's very difficult. I can't sit here wholeheartedly now and say I'm living off producing because I ain't, and I won't be for a long time. Um, Just a hobby for you though, right? And the fact that you can get something. Yeah, it's a passionate hobby that I, you know, do some music releases and um, there's a project that I'm doing at the moment actually called Zodiac. Um, So for a long time, I've been very invested and kind of like um, absorbed by like um, the star signs and constellations and like, I'm very, I love the stars. I can sit and just look at the stars and they can take any worries away. It's crazy. Um, I always wanted to do a musical project that revolved around that and created almost a safe space that people can come listen to the music, but also there's visual to it as well. Um, so I don't know if you've seen like Tale of Us, like the stuff they do at... Um, uh, yeah, have you Afterlife, have you heard of? You know, the big, like the huge visuals on the screens.
3: Yeah. Uh, like, like techno festivals. Right. That, okay, that yeah. kind
2: of stuff, right? So that kind of vibe, but like it's just stars and constellations and like all everything in, in that realm. Um so the 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 Zodiac project is going down that line. So it's with two other guys with Joe and Connor. And we are in the process of getting this music signed. Um it's when I say it's the most amazing music that I've been involved in. It's crazy, Who, who's that you again? It's
1: just my belly, bro, <laughs> can you hear it? Yeah. I looked to H to see if he could
2: hear it. <laughs> I don't think the
1: mics will pick it up. Um, no, nah, they, uh,
2: they won't. Nah, it should be good.
1: This is gonna be, oh, I feel bad for the toilet um, already. But
2: yeah, mate, it's that, like that music is just, is crazy, so good. And when I feel so connected to music, like that, that I've been involved in and made, um, it kind of makes it all worthwhile, even though you're not getting paid enough to live off um it definitely makes it worthwhile it's beautiful man yeah because you can just sit there and listen to it and be like we did that like do you like film yeah what type of film
0: like you like like do you just enjoy sticking a movie on or like you into
2: cinema so I, i don't watch films that much because quite frankly i don't have the time for it um i never watch series if i had to pick a favorite film it would likely be, this is really tough. Find Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> it's Our a little, bang. Little, come on, bro, Little Mermaid. <laughs> um, one of my all-time favorites has always been Hancock. I don't know if you've ever heard oh, of it. Um, found, wait, Will Smith. Hancock Will Smith. Oh, the, yes. the, when yeah. he flies around and he's like. That's like a childhood memory, that is. Like I
0: remember watching that th- growing up, mum yeah. and dad.
2: And that, I don't know, always for me, that has been like a, a film that, it feels like a safe space mm-hmm. because I've probably unlocked a little memory like earlier in my life where I've just been kind of watching that film and felt really comfortable and, you know, secure.
0: I don't know whether you know this, but like being able to, like when you say if you get home and you're going to stick certain on Netflix, but you you find yourself always putting on things that you've watched before, it's to do with like anxiety because you feel safe because you know what's going to happen throughout the program. Actually,
1: you know what? I had the same thing happen to me yesterday. Yeah, where well, I was just not in a good place. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing crazy, but I've been watching Lup- Lupin, the new series. Do you know? Do you know which one it is on Netflix?
2: Yeah, I've seen the first two two series. So good, it's so good, incredible.
1: The third season is just as good. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, and Spider Man Far From Home is on right, Netflix. Yeah, yeah. The one where they have all three Spider Mans. Yeah, yeah. And I had. The option of carrying on my really new exciting series, or putting something on which I know is going to happen, and I haven't watched it in a couple of months, but yeah. I ended up on Spider Man. I don't know if that uh, it probably did have a small correlation, bro. There wasn't. There is wasn't it's even it's a it's thought like process of it. It was like I didn't even have to think about which one is Spider Man. Just put it on straight away. Yeah. yeah.
3: It's,
0: it's it's it like creates like a safe space. I feel like we've said that so much. This yeah. Episode, but so it actually but does. You, I you think. Know do I also though, think
1: yeah. that film especially because it's got the nostalgia from the first Spider-Man, one, yeah. two, three, then the amazing Spider-Man, mm-hmm. one and two, and then now the new generation of Spider-Man with Tom Holland, all intertwined into mm-hmm. one. It's
2: like your
0: childhood. Like, it's like a cauldron
2: of your childhood. Like. Bro, watching that
0: film for the first time was literally like goosebumps. Bro, when Six we were bumps. in the yeah, cinema
1: yeah. and the, he went like that, and everyone in the yeah. cinema, because we went on the day it launched yeah. at like quite a yeah, prestigious so cin- well. cinema. Yeah. We went to the Odeon Luxe, Where you go And it's like Your seat reclines All the way back So everybody went there Went for An experience Yeah Experience (laughs) But they opened And everyone went What In the cinema It was like We were in the cinema And people were celebrating Like it was at a football event Or some shit But yeah It was a special moment But it could Um, could be why But yeah The fact that you said that I was like I Without even thinking about it Chose The comfort of that film And I know exactly What it's going to consist of Sometimes when, when I'm in a bad that.
0: mood and I just want to feel like some comfort, bro, I just whack someone on that. Like I know it's like a. I send loads of yeah, like a yeah,
2: like I or okay. He, here's here's one for I you. not watched friends in a while. I on a regular basis. I watch Mock of the Week. What's that? Oh, um, it's a that comedy. A bell, it's like oh, a man. it's a it's a TV show that used to be on the BBC. I think it was. Um, Same vibe as like The Office type thing. No, it's it's like a live panel show oh um oh i remember Mock of the week yeah yeah, yeah. um so I, that's for me that is like a huge comfort thing like you with spider-man or like all the memories that we have i always just will put that on and it just it i don't know what it does you just you're just instantly relieved of anything it's crazy
0: i feel like that's what exercise does for me though mm. the main culprit of like relieving myself of and like if i get stressed out by or i'm angry like my first instinct is like let's I'm gonna go for a run I actually I thought when
1: You know when you said It doesn't matter what's happened If I can go and sit down at my desk And yeah. start producing the music My head straight away went to Like You would do the same thing but you'd go for a run
0: Yeah I just didn't say it Because I do not want to break yeah, you yeah. up But, but mine's, it's, it's, mine's, it's, it's cool it's, that you said that It's very Oh Oh <laughs> you know me so well <laughs> No my, mine's very mixed though It's like Obviously if I've got things to edit And stuff like that Like when I get on my desk And I get like if it's like a super creative video that I'm going to work on, I'm like, and I get in my flow and in my zone, like, it'll just take my mind off anything. And if anybody bothers me, like, it'll fuck me off huge. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm I've dialed in right now. Even the dog comes in, get out! <laughs> <laughs> I won't even take notice of the dog. I'm just locked in. But then exercise as well does the same thing. It could be any type of exercise for me, though. It just brings yeah, me yeah, peace. No. But just in right now, in the now, it's mm-hmm. like that run, isn't
1: it? Running is probably my favorite. Is there anything that you do outside of the things that we've touched on
2: to bring you to peace? Not not really, no, to be honest. I mean, for me, like something that I probably realised within the last year as well was was spending time with my family is super important. I kind of like faded away from that quite a lot because I was so focused on not just like building my business, but like being a workaholic and working till two, three in the morning every night and Feeling like that was working towards something when actually, like, it's not you, you're not proactively doing it, then you're actually causing more harm than you are good to yourself. Um, and you know, my family would come home in the evening and, um, we would, we'd be kind of sat there having dinner, and then I'd disappear, off, off, d- d- disappear to my room, go and work till two in the morning, three in the morning. Um, and that was on repeat, that was like rinse and repeat for you know, a good period of time um until we kind of spoke about that properly and realized that I wasn't spending enough enough time with them um which is super important like I feel like don't just get to know your family as your mom your stepdad your dad your sister your brother whatever um get to know them as friends as well because I feel like that's super important and I feel like I've probably developed that more so in the last year than I have ever um obviously your parents are always your friends or if you can get to know them, like, deeper And have those co- those conversations that you would never Think of having with them Emotionally, like, you just connect Way better That's so beautiful
0: like, th- To be fair, I think, I never used to have that With my family, but I think, like, since lockdown Like, we were, like, I don't know Came Walking closer, yeah, 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 because we're home a lot I don't know, I feel like that's when we really became friends over at home. I yeah. feel
1: like I'm in the phase that You've just come out of Okay, Where I am distanced Yeah Like They Know that it's normal To walk into the house And for Chris to be in the office I agree with that And I'm not even going to go And say hello Mm -hmm. Because he's just going to tell me I'm busy Yeah
0: Do you not even shout hello When like your mum walks in Yeah Like (laughs) But they
1: ain't going to come And say (laughs) How's your day been What are you doing Because I'm in the middle of something And respectfully You're going to break my workflow And they Know that It's not Sorry go It's not something that I'm massively proud of Mm -hmm. But it's something that I feel like I need to be doing right now.
0: I, th- I think that it's like a phase that everybody goes through. Like obviously, I know for a fact that you know that I'm in the same place at the moment where it's like kind of social relationships are down on the side. But I, yeah. I feel like everybody that I speak to that's like kind of in our position now, they're in the same place or anybody that's further has been in that place. Like you were in that place where you distance yourself from everyone. Well, we said it last week. If, if, there's, t- if there's time,
1: uh, if it's important to you, you'll make time. And we came to the conclusion that your work, your business, our business was more important to you right now than your personal relationships. Uh, yeah. That was what I'm so I'd you make my more time for it. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily make it right, mm. but I think future us will look back and be like, you made a s-
0: small sacrifice then.
2: Yeah. For such a big about, win now. I was now. about to say that. Yeah, like
0: I, do, I, I it, do you know when it gets me is when... Is when I actually sit down with my fam, like when I've made some time, or like I might go out with my girl and we might do something. And we have like loads of fun. Like I'm like, oh shit, like this is what I'm missing out on. Like we should do this more, but then it's like,
2: fuck, mm. I've got, I've, I've got a brand to build. Yeah, yeah. And there's always, there's always going to be stuff to do. There's it's a always, balance. Yeah, this is the balance, hundred percent. But also like, like you just said, having that um, mentality to be able to sacrifice something now. To better yourself and come back to that later down the line and actually give way more time and energy and emotion to that, that can be like a very good thing to do, but it can also backlash on you quite quickly. Because if you completely like distance yourself from your family, and for example, it's the small things, right? Like going down, when your mum gets home, you go down, have a cup of tea with her, and just say, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back up and do like crack on. Simple things like that. She will appreciate it so much. Like, I he, might
1: take you up on that.
0: Yeah. I and mean, if it's that, honestly, I mean, bro, it, it night, changes everything. Last changes night everything. I cooked dinner with my mom, like next to each other. We made our dinner and we sat in it together.
1: Yeah. I don't. I don't do that enough. I don't. I can hold my hands up and say it, and yeah. I'm not proud of it either. But I don't know. When I'm in that workspace, I, I really do become a different person. You're a bubble. I get huh? that. I get You're that.
2: Bubble. It is a bubble, yeah. And and if someone comes and pops it, you just you. And it's, I'm, I'm really
0: James? touchy and like you can bro, you can be nasty when you're in that workflow and like yeah, my mum will come in and like ask me H hey, what do you think like we're getting our house at the moment H like, hey, what do you think of this colour curtain bro, or this colour allow color me curtain? bro I'm like leave
1: me alone mum yeah. <laughs> working Yeah Yeah and uh, you, you never want to speak to your mum like that ever. No you don't But do you know I am, what I am good at is realizing that situation and five minutes later mm. getting up once I've finished a yeah. segment or whatever Yeah and saying I'm sorry I snapped. Yeah. Come here. Yeah, yeah, yeah And I'll do that And I'll go back And I know she knows that Yeah um, But yeah it. I can Even even H will tell you I'll be on the phone to him And we'll be discussing something And my mum come in Like What do you think of these trainers Compared to these ones And I'm like Are you fucking serious Right <laughs> now He's just, down the He's down the Monzo, phone isn't it? Yeah, yeah but he's on the phone Pissing himself She's like oh, I can't even speak to you anymore It is so funny like, Listening yeah. to him getting told off But like <laughs> Brewski, like I'm in the middle of something yeah. that's more important than your shoe selection right now. Please yeah. allow me. Mate, but it's that snap the, in the, the, the moment. Same.
2: You know, my mum, my mom will come in the room and she's, you know, she's doing whatever, she's saying and doing whatever she's doing. I'm like, I'm literally on a call right now. She'll go, are you wanna go? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, fuck off. Yeah. And then she'll sit down on the bed and I'm like, Mom! <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> she's like lurking behind me. She's funny. I love her to pieces. But when she does that, it like I, I got this, like I start chuckling the, on my desk because I can just feel it
0: behind me. <laughs> you, your mum's oh, boy, man.
2: hey,
1: your mum's boy, yeah, hundred yeah, percent, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I can tell. away. You, like, you already mentioned her three, four times in the episode. Yeah,
2: she's a legend. She's a, a absolute legend. She's done a lot, a lot for me. Oh, to be fair, my parents. I got my stepdad, and my mum. They've been together for like twenty years now. Um, twenty years. That, that oh, makes damn. me feel old. Um, <laughs> And then yeah, not my old bro, you aren't even in your prime yet. True. Very true. You're premature, bro. Halfway to fifty. Premature.
1: 40, 45 is your I prime. I feel like
0: there's like a like a bad you're conception eating. of like Bro, you're
1: you're 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 doing all of the things that you need to do yeah. to nurture this thing which is your body. So 8%. your prime will not be until that age. Yeah, yeah. I go feel on.
0: like I feel like even like the age of fifty. Sorry, we've just cut off what you're saying, bro. About your margin. No, I was just going to say go like ahead. when you're like even at fifty, like it's seen as such an old age, but it's not. Like bro, I, I, at, like, I, at, I, I view at, myself in my
1: like when I'm fifty, being a fucking yeah. animal. You know, when you look at your export and it's on fifty percent, you think, "Fuck me, I've still got loads to go." Yeah. So why don't you look at it when you're life? Yeah. Bro, you're at 25% of your export. It still says four hours and 74 minutes, whatever yeah, it's going to yeah. say. Yeah. And it's going to be longer than that.
2: Yeah. Like, if you have that perspective of it. For sure. You're not old, bro. You're I also, premature. I think one of the main things that um, is, it's very apparent right now, just going back to the music industry, like slightly, is like people are blowing up in no time. They're making a track, they're putting it on TikTok and it's going crazy viral and they've got Sony on the phone to them the next day signing them and for someone like me who's been actually grafting you know teaching myself to make music for 10 years to still not have had that huge break you've then got I got to step back sometimes and think right no no it's it's a process I do my thing I keep making music and it's at some point it's gonna like it's gonna it's gonna blow I'm it's it's close now we've got like a deal that's coming Congratulations, uh, right, man, yeah,
1: sick well so that's it's, like, it's like you say, bro, it's the small wins yeah, That definitely. accumulate to that big win 100%. Which would be that
0: Sony deal or something yeah. like that you know? I feel like it's, obviously it's not as fun I, I feel like it'd be way more fun To like, tomorrow if we sign close the deal For like, 100 G's a month Like That would be like, sick, well, but the journey <laughs> Is part of it <laughs> What's not fun about that, of course, it's going to be more yeah, fun No, 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 I know, I know, I know, but like The well, journey it is would be as like, fulfilling after yeah, though That's mm. what I'm talking about 100 Like the, that kid that made some random track when he was t- like, and he was twenty years old, and it blew up overnight on TikTok, and yeah. he's forgotten about and washed in a year's time. Like, he, he didn't put in the work, so he doesn't understand that he has to
2: keep doing it. Exactly, it's consistency. Absolutely. I mean, you look at like, if you re- rewind fifteen years in the music industry, so this is like when all your David Getters, your Martin Garrix, your Avicis are all in their primes. They're like, all absolutely coming out of the out of the out of the woodwork and you know releasing hits they're all like 30 35 when they even get big so that's how it used to be Mm -hmm. It used to be that like they worked almost their whole like premature and youth life and to then get to a point where they just go off Mm -hmm. just one of the lights just just altered it uh, yeah um they work like all of that time that period of time which is like probably 15 20 years of their working life to then even get to that point, that top point. So I think it kind of does put it into perspective that things still, even with this whole like TikTok generational thing, things still do take time to to last. That's like the most important thing is you've got to be able to continue whatever you're doing. If you can make a hit, like you're seeing that kid, um, if you can make that one hit, you've got to make 10. Because if not, everything's gonna just plateau and disappear. And you spend all your money because you think I've done it. I've done it now. I yeah, can yeah, spend yeah. all. I can spend. I can spend these these ten Gs I just got for a record deal. I was going to say one thing though is like you know these
0: guys that do blow up from TikTok. Yeah, I do. I, have you seen his name's Ants Live? Have you seen him or not? He's quite a new oh, guy. Man. He recently did an ad with Arsenal. Ants. He's quite new onto the scene. That's his name, Ants Live. Ants Live. I couldn't tell you where he's from. No, it's right. He's, well, he's going to be from London if he didn't add with Arsenal. He, if you look, search him on TikTok, I'm pretty sure it's Ants Live, but he dropped a song which like blew up and like since then, he's been going at it. Let's like he was grinding before as well. well ants is in like just ants. A, Yeah, like spot like ants.
2: Yeah. It's a rapper. Oh, yeah, I yeah, got it, yeah. His, his videos are cool as fuck. Yeah, he's he seems to be going up. He's getting like, Pretty good views. This guy, yeah? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. He dropped, like... Um, he's just dropped some cool videos, bro. Like, one blew up. Like, he was grafting before, and, like, one blew up. Yeah. And it was this crazy music video that he did. And, like, his music videos after, like, he's really gone heavy into the visuals. Like, and he, he, yeah. he captivated his audience with the visuals, and he stayed doing these crazy, these crazy music videos.
2: This is, like, when you see kids like this doing this they're either this this i feel like there's two situations they're either they're either coming from money and their parents are like just you take whatever you need to get to get or big the complete opposite well the complete opposite and they are just like they're grafting away a nine five and using that money to fly themselves to paris and get some videos on the mission or whatever do you know what i mean like and Obviously, either way that that swings, it's investment. But I feel like organic investment and like your own doing, in your heart and soul, way is better. Yeah, because yeah, then people, it feels raw then to people. I think it actually it resonates with through. the audience.
1: You took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, it 100%. resonates with someone so much more when it has 100%. that authentic feel to it. That you know what they, yeah, they 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 did that.
2: People just sense it. You can sense it instantly. One thing that I think is harder,
0: like I I wouldn't say that we 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 don't come like me and Chris, we don't come from somewhere where like everything, like top of the food chain, but like we're not like we're somewhere in the middle. Yeah, and I feel like like comfortable, and I feel like when you step away from something where you're comfortable to do your own thing, Yeah, 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 like I think that that is maybe even harder than the bottom. Like when everything's guaranteed and we know that we're gonna be okay, yeah, but to step away and do our own thing from like ground zero, it's that's a big ballsy move, and because you really, really you break the status quo
1: because we had this conversation yesterday in the gym and it was something as simple as H's sister saying to him, do you want an Ando's? And H two years ago saying, yeah, what do you want? Let's get some extra stuff and it's done. Bing, bing, bing. yeah. To the change in mentality of, I'm self-funded now. I don't have the paycheck every single week coming in. I'm going to work X amount of hours and I'm going to get X amount of pay yeah. and it's going to be good and I'm okay. Yeah, It's now... I'm taking the minimum out of my business so that everything can be reinvested. Mm -hmm. So I went from being relatively wealthy for somebody at our age, Mm -hmm. being 16, 17, 18, and taking home five, 600 pounds a week in profit. Yeah. You're killing it, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. To
1: being 22 and not even taking on a weekly basis half of that. Yeah. It's a big switch with more responsibilities, with a car to fill up with, do you know what I mean? H has had two crashes, which haven't been his fault in the last six months. Yeah. Guess who had to pay for them? Do you know what I mean? It's that it's crazy. transition from, yeah. I've always been okay, if not being doing more than okay, to I'm building something for myself and my future self right now. But the process of doing it means that my value, my level of living is, it's so much less and that adjustment is so tough. It's so yeah, hard.
2: I agree. It's it's difficult to, if you want to build a business, you have to understand that you're going to have to put yourself through some, some pretty tough times in order to do that. Because um, by no means is it easy to build a business. Um, and like you're saying there, you've kind of got to realise at a point in time that, all of those fancy things like going out for dinner every night and things that you might want to do and feel the urge to do because you're like well the money's there so why don't i just go ahead and do it um you know like going for a nando's on a tuesday night or going for dinner at san carlo on a wednesday because your friend says oh let's just go grab dinner or let's just go grab grab a couple drinks it all adds up and you know your business has then got less money to reinvest in paying the staff or doing this or doing that or buying a new camera or buying a new light or whatever it is to better your business and better your chances of taking on new clientele because you might then because you've got a new camera you can then get a new guy in and another camera operator and then say right so instead of doing two jobs today we're doing three and we're gonna make six G's today instead of two g's or whatever it is like the calculations that's like the scalability of when you s- start to realize that that's how quickly you can scale things and how efficiently and like you have to manage things. It's so you have to be so art like meticulous about it. But until you do that, it's the game, bro. It's just, like I think, I
0: think at the, the start, like the first, like there's baby years of, of a business, you're treading on glass. It's like yeah. one, one, one it's place where you fuck up, it's like shit, you can really you could wipe could yourself. out. Yeah.
1: But at the same time, one. Right move Can change everything Yeah Damn straight Can change fucking everything
2: I I was going to share A little something um, About Business recently And something that like Is probably very useful To people Um, Something that happened to you? Yeah this is something That like has happened Within within my business recently um, Is using the tools Around you that are available Is so important Now more than ever Because you've got powerful tools and websites and connection like like LinkedIn so i'm going to talk about a little bit about LinkedIn so i'm in a position i've got a guy working for me full time i want to upscale the business i want to you know take on something really big um and take the business to that next that next level so i started like searching reaching out to people um but the first person that i reached out to was a guy of a big restaurant chain, the CEO of a big restaurant chain. So I, on my LinkedIn premium, wherever, wherever it's called, you can message people without being connected to them. So they'll receive that message because you've got pre- a premium account. And within a couple hours, he called me. So I wasn't expecting it. So I hadn't prepared myself for this call to come in from this guy. So I basically said, look, I've had a look at your socials. I feel like me and my team could really rocket the socials here's my number give me a call because I didn't want to go into it too much in that message with him I just wanted to keep it short concise snappy and say look if it if it sounds interesting just call me so he calls me and we're now like a few weeks later down the line we've been back and forth negotiations and about to get like a very big deal across the line but to me that was like the first time I've got like a big big deal like like that across all this it's not done but it's like we're in the final two proposals stage um but it's shown me how easy it is to access those people if you want to search who's the ceo of i don't know sony who's the ceo of um impossible in manchester whatever it is if you do enough digging you can find them and you can you can speak to them like it's so easy, you can connect with anyone anywhere. Like Instagram, don't do that because they don't see it. Um, I want to know what the what the brand is. Huh? I want to know what the brand I is. I can't say but you don't have to say. I no. can't say that. I can tell you. Well, it's 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 a it's a restaurant chain that they're, they're northern based, but like they've they've got a lot of a lot of um a lot of chains, and, but yeah, it's it's just shown to me that like, it's one of those stages of a process where you as a normal person may think. It's not possible to connect with that person because they're, like, they're up there. But I'm not talking Elon Musk level, right? I'm talking, like, just, like, below that, but CEO of a big company, if you want to connect with them, search them, dig, in, dig into them, like, find out about them, find out about their company and what they do, and then just approach them. Just, like, it's it's so simple. Just go on, like, LinkedIn is so good for it. After that, and just offer some value. Yeah, like you
1: came in with value. You weren't pushing. Hundred percent. It was, I think we could do this. I've already seen it. Yeah,
2: I already know what I could do. If this sounds good, just pick up the phone, man. People nowadays they really like temptation. Mm. There are temptations that fly around everywhere. There are adverts that fly around everywhere. If you see an advert on a billboard, it's temptation. Like if you see an advert for like Pringles, it's temptation, and you think, oh like a packet of Pringles. So if, if you send a message to someone and say, even if you're a DJ, if you're a producer, if you're a videographer, a photographer, if you don't send that message, you're never gonna know. If you don't if you think nah, they're never gonna reply to that. I ain't gonna send that message to Sony. I ain't gonna send that message to I don't know, whoever it's gonna be. If you don't send it, what's ever gonna happen? You don't shoot, you, you don't, don't score. Yeah, exactly. You don't shoot, you don't score and that has just proven to me recently so like purely proven to me that i thought that that guy was never going to reply because he's going to be too busy he's going to have shit going on like but he're in 2 hours he called me and was like let's talk about it send me a proposal and then within a day i'd sent the proposal to him and then you know we've spent the last 2 weeks I met them, met them in person and then here we are about to to close the deal in th- within a three-week period. That, to me, is, like, mind-blowing shit. Congrats, so, by the way. So, thank you. It Sounds like it's a big deal and it means a lot to me. I just wanted to you, so. share it because, like, it is so important for you to just shoot your shot, whatever it is. Like, even if it's the biggest or big that you could ever imagine and you want to get employed by that company and you think you've got what it takes, do it. Like, go for it. Shoot your shot. But don't shoot your shot in, like, such a poor way that they're not even going to pay attention. If you need to spend 6 hours making a proposal that is shit hot and is going to get you that job, spend those 6 hours, knuckle down, make it, but also be prepared that you ain't going to get it. And but then you've got a proposal that is you can slightly t- adjust. Yeah, you can slightly adjust and tweak and amend and learn from other people. Send it to your friends. Send it to your business associates or whoever you work with and say, "Can you read through this and tell me what you think stands out or doesn't Do you stand out?" Due diligence. Out? Yeah absolutely and just use every source around you to make that proposal or whatever you're doing to be the like the pure best thing that it can be so that when you approach that company who you have always wanted to work for they're going to look at that and think they've really put thought and time into this so we're going to give them our time of day Mm -hmm. because they will they absolutely will um I believe that, like, nine times out of ten people will give you their time of day. Even if they're not going to give you the job, they may just, like, give you that moment to 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 talk and and be in that moment with them. Because I just feel like when you give someone your time of day, they're going to give you it back. Because it's just so pure. It's so, like, personal. Yeah. That was a bit of a blabber, but yeah. No, bro, that no, was no, no. beautiful. Yeah. I enjoyed that.
1: I think that's... Uh a really beautiful way to end a really beautiful podcast. I Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, Thank you, man. It's been, it's been a fun episode. Been great.
2: It's been great fun. It's
0: been quite intimate, I think.
2: Well, that's <laughs> my, that's my oh, emotional right, side. Up. Do you know what? This is, this is the thing. Like <laughs> when I speak to people, um, I, they, I've had a few people in the last sort of few months that I've met like on networking events or wherever. And they've called me like a few days after and felt like refreshed by the conversation we had because I put a lot of like thought and energy and emotion into it. Like every single conversation I have with people, there's always emotion involved in it because I feel like that is the best way to portray things in life is with feeling and emotion and real passion to it. Because if you ain't doing something passionately, you ain't doing it at all. Like simple.
1: And like we said earlier as well, that's what sticks. That's what people yeah, remember. Hundred percent
2: feeling. Yeah. Wow.
1: Sure. I feel like I've taken a lot from this episode As well as and getting, likewise, to, getting likewise. to meet somebody else We gave you a couple of business proposals as well There you go <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, expecting, a I'm expecting to see those that, that content bro <laughs> Yeah and we want a commission of your TikTok creator fund as well Once you start going viral I'm already signed up That's yeah. it we're done
2: We're the deal But
1: um, yeah man th- Thank you so much for taking uh, the thank time Thank you for having me I appreciate it know you're it. a busy dude And uh, you didn't have to travel to us today and sit down Absolutely. and do this So thank you so much On behalf of the listeners That have obviously Taken something from you Thank you as well Um Plug Everything that you have Going on Before
2: we everything round off I have going on All of the socials You need to let people know To direct them um. to Um well, just' uh, well, I'll give my main socials because these guys are doing content as well, so you can
1: how about this? You can send me all the links of the things that you want to push, yeah, and we'll right. put them in the description yeah, yeah, yeah. for the, but the I ain't pod.
2: gonna plug my creative agency here because you know these guys are obviously killing it, so what a man um, <laughs> what a yeah. man, so yeah, if you want any content creation, don't go to him, fuck him come to him <laughs> <laughs> don't come to me <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um yeah, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode um. Love we'll catch us later. Make sure you fucking subscribe as yeah, well. Yeah. Do all of that stuff. I'm a little bit taken back, to be honest. Like, comment, subscribe, turn the bell notifications on so you get notified every time we release a podcast. And we'll see you all next week. Love we'll catch us later, episode 42. Peace. Amazing. Enjoyed that, bro. That was oh, beautiful, no. man.